Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Creative Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Davis Maddock. You guys can find me on Twitter at Davis Maddock. As always, the Tuesday morning edition of the show is going to be our waiver wire show. You guys are actually going to be getting two podcasts today because I'm going to take a look at the Thanksgiving NFL DFS slate with our buddy Patrick Crane. But uh, the waiver wire show going to be real easy. Not going to spend a ton of time on quarterbacks this week. My my guess would be most of you guys who are uh, you know out here grinding the the waiver wire in week 12 probably have your quarterback situation figured out. Then going to run through running backs, wide receivers, tight ends as always. Then we will get out of here and continue on our Thanksgiving week. Uh, quarterbacks real quick guys out there who I would start if I was desperate you know maybe you're maybe you've been staying alive with Kyler Murray or or Aaron Rodgers or something Ryan Tannehill seems like a a decent pickup right now Taylor Heineke probably the uh, the absolute bottom of the barrel and then the the one thing that is kind of interesting to me uh, and and I mentioned this a couple times but I mean I, I have some teams where Deshaun Watson has been sitting there in the bench. Uh, apparently, uh, time flies. Apparently, he is going to be back and starting for the Houston Texans in Week 13. So I, I, I do think he probably needs to be rostered in 12-team leagues at this point. Moving to the running backs, Rashad White obviously needs to be added in every format. Going to rank him probably as a top 24 option next week. Samaj Pirine is going to be the hot name of the week. Joe Mixon is in the concussion protocol. Chris Evans is injured. I, I believe he's on the IR. Travion Williams was active as the Bengals' third back last week and only got three touches. Pirine is going to be the lead back. Uh, he's probably going to get four or five targets. I mean, he he was kind of Pirine has kind of owned the third downs anyways. While Joe Mixon has been the Bengals running back, I don't think they're going to put Travion Williams in that role. So I I, I mean, Pirine's going to be a top ten running back next week. So if he's out there, I think that you can spend probably. I mean, you you can just spend the rest of it, right? You you can just spend the rest of it on Samaj Pirine. Latavius Murray is definitely an add. Chase Edmonds is uh, on the IR with a high ankle sprain. Melvin Gordon got cut. Marlon Mack and Devin Azigbo are going to get called up from the practice squad. I think Latavius is probably top 20 running back for the rest of the season. I disagree with the analysis that he should be prioritized over Pirine, mostly because I believe that Pirine is just going to give you 20 points this week or whatever, and, and, and Latavius, because he's playing in this Denver offense, uh, probably won't have 20 points in a single game for the rest of the season. Jarek McKinnon needs to uh, continue being the, I mean, Clyde Ritzelaire hurt his ankle. Jarek McKinnon is the best running back on the Chiefs. He's going to get more and more snaps. I I think what's interesting is Ronald Jones is probably going to be active this week against the Rams. And uh, I wonder if Ronald Jones is kind of like a total desperation flex because they are 14-point road favorites over the Rams. James Cook uh Josh Allen has three fumbles four interceptions he's just kind of looked like shit the team has been running more 
James Cook had his best game of his career in that uh, that weird game against Cleveland. They haven't really figured out what they want to do with Naheem Hines, and I think pretty clearly they just, you know, they're not that in love with Devin Singletary, right? And and if they're not that in love with Devin Singletary, they drafted James Cook in the second round. Rookies always score more points in the second half of the season than they do at the beginning of the season. It's one of the most tried and true things in NFL fantasy football, so I definitely think Cook is worth adding in leagues where he's been dropped. Adding Cam Akers, adding Kyron Williams where they've been dropped, Daryl Henderson got banged up, adding Tristan Ebner as a David Montgomery handcuff, adding Deion Jackson, he just filled in for that, um, you know, for that Naheem Hines role inside of the Colts backfield, four targets last week, think he is a decent ad, and I'll probably throw some $1 bids on Marlon Mack as well in that Denver backfield. Wide receivers, uh, we definitely, uh, we definitely need to see, uh, we definitely need to see that Darius Slayton is owned in all leagues. We definitely need to see that Donovan Peoples Jones is owned in all leagues. Same for Traylon Burks. Uh, apparently, he's only rostered in twenty percent of Yahoo leagues. That makes no sense to me. But I would be, I would be spending hundred percent of it on Traylon Burks. I'd put him ahead of P Ryan, ahead of Latavius Murray. Greg Dorch got to uh, slide in there for the slot for the Arizona Cardinals with Rondell Moore getting hurt. And uh, if Rondell Moore misses multiple weeks, which I guess you'd probably guess a little dude like Rondell who hurts his groin. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It just feels like little guys don't come back from injuries as fast. I, I'd be pretty aggressive on Dorch. He was really strong when he played in the slot earlier this year. Don't see any reason why he would be worse than that. And I think, I, I mean, man, I, shit, I don't know. Maybe he probably does outscore Traylon Burks for the rest of the year if Kyler Murray comes back and he is their exclusive slot wide receiver. So really like adding Dorch, though Hollywood Moore is coming back. Paris Campbell needs to be added in leagues where he's out there, but I prefer Dorch, honestly. And I think maybe even for a one-week starter, I prefer Justin Watson and Sky Moore. Uh, Watson ran a route on 97% of Mahomes' dropbacks last week. Hardman's on the IR. Kadarius Tony hurt his hamstring again. Juju's still in the concussion protocol. Even if Juju came back, Watson, I mean, to me, is a fantasy starter. Like, dude, if you run a route on 97% of Patrick Mahomes' dropbacks and you're not Marquez Valdez-Scantling, like, you're probably a fantasy starter. Demarcus Robinson has a 22% target share in the Ravens' last three games. Harbaugh uh, specifically said at the press conference they need to be feeding him. We're not going to have Bateman back this year. Uh, Devin DuVernay flashed a little bit earlier in the season, but really has not done shit since that one game where they used him like Debo. Uh, just kind of even funny to remember that that was something that happened. But deeper 12-team leagues, you know, FFPC main event and stuff, I think he needs to be rostered and uh, and potentially even started at this point. Nico Collins, he's just out-targeting Brandon Cooks. Better, younger, 29% target share since, uh, since week 10. Maybe Kyle Allen comes in and, and fixes this offense a little bit. That could help. Jamison Williams is a good stash. He is, uh, the Lions have 21 days to activate him, or he's got to revert to IR for the rest of the year. And uh, Kendall Hinton is the last guy just running a ton of routes out of the slot for the Denver Broncos. He seems like a um, patch-over type guy. I mean, you know, we still have bye weeks. We still have injuries. Plenty of us are, I mean, I know I have some teams where where I am truly fighting for any point I can get to, to get over this hump into the playoffs. So, uh, I mean, obviously, Kendall Hinton would, is, is the worst of these, and I would rather use Sky Moore or Justin Watson, and I'm going to be making a bunch of Justin Watson and Sky Moore bids. But Kendall Hinton, for one buck, I've made worse ads. 
Moving to the tight ends, Juwan Johnson, three touchdowns in three games since week nine, 15% target share in that span, uh, second most air yards on the team, and uh, you know Kyle Pitts is out for the year. Uh, well, I guess not technically for the year, but he's not coming back. Zach Ertz is out for the year. Uh, I mean, he, he's out there on about 70% of the dropbacks for the Saints. Maybe Jameis comes back and that helps the offense a little bit. Or maybe you don't even want Jameis. Maybe Dalton throws to the tight end more than Jameis does. But I think Juwan Johnson probably needs to be rostered in all 12-team leagues right now. Honestly, same deal for me on Logan Thomas. Running around on 71% of dropbacks since coming back from that injury. He finally got into the 20s in target share. Finally had a top 12 tight end scoring week. Really, it's just about health for him at uh, at this point, as long as he stays healthy. He is kind of in that fringy conversation of a guy you might start, maybe even in tight end premium start at flex. Foster Moreau needs to be added. He's just like an every down player for the uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, so McBride on Monday night ran a route on 74% of dropbacks, only got four targets. He is like the dustiest dust ball uh, in terms of targets per route run. I really would not like to start him unless I absolutely had to, but maybe in some spots you do absolutely have to start him. Uh, and then super deep leagues, this is like $1 FFPC main event stuff. Lawrence Cager has been uh, somehow overtaken. Lawrence Cager, amazing the names that we mentioned on the show when we're talking about deep fantasy football. Lawrence Cager has been the pass-catching tight end for the New York Football Giants. They've got a game that they actually might trend towards passing this week against... Um, uh, against the Dallas Cowboys. Also, I forgot to mention Richie James. He's going to be the primary slot wide receiver for the Giants now. Now that Wandale is out, he might be a good one-week streamer. And then Jack Stoll, he uh, played 55 snaps for the Eagles out of, I think, 71. Uh, tripled up Grant Calcaterra in routes. I mean, he, he clearly does look like the Eagles tight end with Dallas Goddard on IR, and that is a pretty valuable guy to own in fantasy. So biggest guys I am personally adding this week, the Chiefs wide receivers, Watson and Sky, Dorch, where he's available. And I'm really into Deion Jackson. I think Deion Jackson could be next week Samaj Pirine, right? You know, he could be the guy, go, oh, Jonathan Taylor, ankle hurt, yada, yada. And now we all wish that we had Deion Jackson. So hope that was useful. Hope that was helpful, everyone. Uh, we will keep grinding out these waiver wires and uh, hope we all win some fantasy championships. See y'all soon. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.